Welcome, fellow wanderers, as we wander through the pages of the chapter The Clouds Burst from J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Today we delve into the complexity of Thorin Oakenshield, a character whose layers unravel to reveal unexpected dimensions. We'll uncover the differences between men and elves, examining how their contrasting natures shape their choices and actions. And as our adventure continues, we'll trace the fulfillment of themes planted in the very first chapter of The Hobbit. And since we are exploring the Battle of Five Armies today, I invite you to also provide this show with a five-star rating. Every rating and review helps more hobbits, dwarves, elves, men, and wizards to find this show and thus join in the battle against goblins and wargs. Now, let's wander. In The Clouds Burst, Thorn Oakenshield's reactions and actions are central to the progression of the chapter and his character arc. Let's examine his behavior in a few specific instances. His refusal to barter for the Arkenstone, his almost throwing Bilbo over the wall, and his eventual emergence to join the battle. As we wander these events, we might ask, is Thorin wholly good or wholly evil? Or is he more complex than that? Thorin's refusal to negotiate or barter for the Arkenstone showcases his deep-seated obsession with the treasure within the Lonely Mountain. He views the Arkenstone not as a valuable gem, but as a symbol of his rightful claim to his kingdom and his ancestral legacy. This obsession blinds him to reason and clouds his judgment. This action reveals Thorin's flaw of succumbing to greed and pride, leading him to disregard the potential benefits of a peaceful resolution with the other factions. To further demonstrate his nastiness and greed, we're told that he secretly plans to not provide the promised treasure for the Arkenstone, but rather to win it through battle with the help of his cousin Dane. When Bilbo confesses to handing over the Arkenstone to Bard and the Elven King in the hopes of avoiding further bloodshed, Thorin's anger and mistrust reach a boiling point. His reaction of nearly throwing Bilbo off the wall demonstrates his deteriorating mental state. Thorin's initial reaction is fueled by his suspicion that Bilbo betrayed his trust, exasperating his isolation and detachment from the needs and concerns of his companions. Amongst the insults and near-death experiences, Bilbo learns that, quote, dwarves are sometimes politer in word than in deed. However, Thorin's eventual decision to join the battle indicates a shift in his character. As the conflict intensifies and the battle rages on, Thorin recognizes the dire consequences of his own actions and the potential destruction of his kingdom. His appearance on the battlefield signifies a willingness to defend his homeland and his companions, and even those he previously counted as enemies. This action implies a measure of redemption and a return to his responsibilities as a leader. So, is Thorin good or evil? That question is a complex one that requires considering his motivations, actions, and character development throughout the story. While Thorin's actions, driven by greed and pride, certainly cast him in a negative light, it's important to remember that he is a multi-dimensional character. His flaws and weaknesses are contrasted with moments of nobility and leadership. Thorin's internal struggle between his desire for the treasure and his sense of duty as a leader and protector adds layers to his character. The fact that he eventually joins the battle, acknowledging the importance of the bigger picture beyond his own ambitions, speaks to his complexity. Thorin's journey throughout The Hobbit is one of transformation, from a proud and stubborn leader to a more self-aware and selfless one. 
Oren's actions in The Clouds Burst reveal his flaws, struggles, and growth as a character. Whether he is deemed evil or not depends on how one interprets his actions within the context of his larger character arc. He's a character who grapples with internal conflicts, which makes him a compelling and multifaceted figure in the narrative. In The Clouds Burst, the contrasting reactions of Bard the Man and the Elven King to the impending battle with the dwarves highlight the inherent differences between mortal men and immortal elves in J.R.R. Tolkien's mythology. These differences stem from their distinct natures as depicted in Tolkien's broader legendarium, including the Silmarillion. Let's delve into these differences and how they manifest in the reactions of Bard and the Elven King. Bard's willingness to engage in battle with the dwarves reflects the nature of mortal men in Tolkien's world. Men are often depicted as more driven by immediate concerns, such as survival and the protection of their people. They tend to be more practical and inclined towards taking decisive action. Bard, as a leader of men, is driven by a sense of responsibility for his community, and he recognizes the potential threat posed by the dwarves' refusal to share the treasure. As such, he is willing to make a strategic move first, even commenting that dwarves, quote, do not understand war above ground. The Elven King's patience and reluctance to immediately resort to war exemplify the nature of elves in Tolkien's mythology. Elves are immortal beings, closely tied to the natural world and possessing a perspective that spans generations. They have witnessed the ebb and flow of time, and their decisions are often influenced by a deep understanding of the long-term consequences. The Elven King's measured approach reflects the elves' wisdom and their aversion to hasty actions that might lead to needless violence. As such, he hopes for some other reconciliation besides war, which he knows will result in the unnatural death of, quote, many a fair elf that should have lived yet long ages merrily in the wood. In the Silmarillion, Tolkien further elaborates on the differences between men and elves. Both men and elves are described as the children of Iluvatar, or the One, the creator god of the world. Yet men are granted a strange gift, death. Their mortality is seen as both a gift and a burden, allowing them to experience the world in a unique way, but also making their lives fleeting and transient. Elves, on the other hand, are immortal and tied to the fate of Arda, the world. Their nature is closely intertwined with their surroundings, and they possess a strong bond with the land. This difference in nature is reflected in the actions of Bard and the Elven King. Bard's immediate concern for the well-being of his people and his willingness to engage in battle mirror the practical nature of men. Meanwhile, the Elven King's patience and desires to avoid unnecessary conflict reflect the wisdom and long-term perspective of elves. In Tolkien's mythology, the differences between mortal men and immortal elves are not merely physical. They extend to their fundamental natures and worldviews. The Cloud's Burst provides a microcosm of these differences through the actions of Bard and the Elven King. Through their reactions to the impending battle, Tolkien highlights the nuanced ways in which the mortal and immortal races interact with and respond to the challenges of their world. For a deeper wandering on the differences in their natures, check out Episode 2, Light and Life. In this chapter, Gandalf provides a little glimpse into the broader history of Middle-earth. As the goblins are revealed, Gandalf proclaims, quote, The goblins are upon you. Bolg is coming, 
Odane, whose father you slew in Moria. Let's quickly review this story. In Appendix A of The Lord of the Rings, there is a brief summary of the tale of Azog and his son Bolg in the section titled Durin's Folk. This tale provides additional context to the events in The Hobbit, and helps to connect the history of the dwarves in Middle-earth. Azog was an orc chieftain who dwelled in the Misty Mountains during the Third Age. He was responsible for the death of Thror, a prominent dwarf king of the line of Durin and Thorin's grandfather. In vengeance, Thror's son, Thrain, led a group of dwarves to retake the ancient dwarf realm of Khazad-dûm, also known as Moria. There, in the year 2799 of the Third Age, Azog was defeated in combat by a young Dane Ironfoot, who became the new king of the dwarves of the Iron Hills. For a deeper dive on this tale, check out episode 71, Durin's Folk. Before we dive into the final segment, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsors and enjoy a short break. When we return, we'll be tracing back to elements mentioned all the way back in Chapter 1 of The Hobbit. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. You can be the hero of your own Marvel Comics adventure. Marvel Strike Force is an extraordinary mobile game, a haven for comic book enthusiasts and gamers alike. Lead your own fellowship of heroes and villains to battle against the forces of darkness that threaten the very fabric of the universe. From the menacing Doctor Doom to the formidable Apocalypse, every battle is a chance to prove your mettle. And right now, Marvel Strike Force is commemorating its six-year anniversary. That means free rewards await those who heed the call and sign up today. With weekly events and bonuses, this anniversary celebration promises a treasure trove of special rewards. Rally your allies, sharpen your blades, and dive into the action of Marvel Strike Force today. Use code MAXPOOL to unlock free new treasures. That's code MAXPOOL, all one word, on the mobile game Marvel Strike Force. Now, back to Wandering. The continuation and contrast of certain themes and elements from the very first chapter to The Cloudsburst in The Hobbit demonstrates J.R.R. Tolkien's skill in weaving a cohesive narrative with layered meanings. Let's delve into some of these items. In Chapter 1 of The Hobbit, Bilbo is portrayed as a hobbit who prefers the comforts of his cozy home and is initially resistant to adventure. This theme of Bilbo's discomfort is revisited in The Clouds Burst, even before the climactic battle. Even through all the shared trials and all the near-death experiences and the dire situations that Bilbo has saved Thorin from, Thorin still makes Bilbo feel rather outside his comfort zone. As he scrambles down the wall, he says, quote, I am sure this is all very uncomfortable. A word that was repeated several times in the first chapter and even throughout the story. The theme of unexpected events, central to the story's beginning, resurfaces in the grand battle of The Clouds Burst. Throughout The Hobbit, Bilbo's journey is marked by numerous unexpected twists and turns, even being initiated by an unexpected party. In The Clouds Burst, the alliance of men, elves, and dwarves against the goblins and wargs exemplifies the power of unexpected alliances. 
Even Gandalf did not expect the goblins to arrive so suddenly. The battle's outcome is uncertain, and the emergence of the eagles adds another layer of unexpected intervention. This theme underscores the unpredictability of life's journey and the importance of adaptation and unity in the face of unforeseen challenges. Gandalf's assertion during the party in Bag End that Bilbo is, quote, fierce as a dragon in a pinch, sets up a contrast between Bilbo's true courage and his hesitant demeanor. While Bilbo might not display physical fierceness during the battle, his courage manifests in other ways. His willingness to return to the Lonely Mountain and negotiate with Thorin and the other dwarves showcases his determination to resolve the conflict without bloodshed. Bilbo's desire to avoid further loss and chaos reflects his growth as a character who values peace and unity, demonstrating that heroism can come in unexpected forms. But ultimately, we've seen Bilbo in many pinches throughout this tale, and I can't think of any of them that would make me convinced that Bilbo really is as fierce as a dragon when cornered. Instead, we can believe the narrator that Gandalf's description of Bilbo, quote, was only a poetical exaggeration. In An Unexpected Party, so much emphasis is laid on the dwarves' colorful hoods. The change in the dwarves' appearance, from their colorful hoods in Chapter 1 to armored attire in The Clouds Burst, symbolizes their evolution from a group of light-hearted wanderers to warriors who must confront grave challenges. The transition from their whimsical initial presentation to the serious demeanor they adopt reflects their journey's progression. The switch to armor underscores the gravity of the situation emphasizing their transformation into a united force willing to defend their homeland and allies. In summary, the continuation and contrast of these themes and elements between An Unexpected Party and The Clouds Burst enhance the narrative depth of The Hobbit. Through these connections, Tolkien underscores the growth and transformation of characters, the fluidity of alliances, and the significance of unexpected actions and events. These narrative threads weave together to create a rich tapestry that resonates with readers and adds layers of meaning to the story's progression. As we conclude this chapter of our journey through Tolkien's world, we've traversed the intricate depths of Thorin's character, explored the contrasting paths of men and elves, and witnessed the weaving of themes from the beginning of the book to the climactic bursting of the clouds. But the story doesn't end here. Join us in our next episode as we explore how this chapter was adapted in film. Until then, keep your minds curious and your hearts open to the magic of storytelling. Thanks for wandering Middle-earth with me today. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at More of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.